Hi, dear ones, and welcome to Subtle Medicine Radio, brought to you by Inner Spark. This is the resource for all things holistic healing, natural living, conscious relating, epic life changing, and spirituality, all steeped in earth-based wisdom. We're your host, Devin. And I'm Mike. On today's show, episode eight, I'm presenting my seven pieces of true healing, what true healing actually is, how it relates to true power, and how we can finally release ourselves from the shackles of our challenges and symptoms. So let's dive in. Sounds good. Okay, so to get started, I would love to introduce this concept of true healing. True healing is about harvesting from the pain, the trauma, the suffering, the challenges, rather than pacifying the symptoms and bypassing the wisdom offered from our challenges. As you've heard me say a million times, and you'll hear me say a million more times, the subtle always creates the growth. Everything that is challenging in your physical existence, meaning your physical body, your health, your relationship, your life in general, your work in the world, etc. These are the gross tangible aspects of your present three-dimensional existence. So these gross tangible aspects are simply put together by the subtle building blocks of your intangible unseen realms, meaning your emotional, mental, and energetic or spiritual bodies. The physical is dense, and it is the product of lots and lots of subtle creations and imprints built and put together over time. These subtle imprints, meaning your undigested emotions, grief, trauma, mindsets, habit, beliefs, ancestral woundings, and all of these things are literally dictating every single thing about your life. Everything. Therefore, your physical existence is simply a mirror for your internal workings and the internal workings of those of which you're made who were here before you, period. So the subtle creates the gross and true healing is this integrative, holistic, not the buzzy buzzword integrative holistic, but a truly integrative and holistic way of sourcing from the challenge and learning and looking below the surface and really understanding and empowering yourself to find sustained and multi-level healing. So true healing requires the use and understanding of true power, which is calculated and intelligent and an ever-present observer watching and fluidly altering as needed. It is subtle. It is sustainable. True power is subtle. When we look at this notion of the subtle creating the growth, all of the power is in the subtle. True power is subtle. It is not brute force. It is not by sheer will. It's not about domination or beating your challenges into submission or willing them away or throwing all kinds of quick fixes at them. It is steadfast, brave, and courageous. And so that is the invitation to step into true power, to come into right relationship with your power and to embrace this notion of true healing. And so I've developed these seven pieces through my own journey and through working with clients. They are influenced by by those things, by my own journey and by working with clients. They're also influenced by several modalities and um, the chakras as well. And if you have listened to our past several episodes, we have been covering the chakras. And so some of these things might sound familiar and that's fabulous because you're beginning to pick them out and and integrate them into your life. So piece number one, ooh, And before I begin, these are really in no particular order because healing and life is in a spiral. It's in no particular order. And with the exception of the first piece that I'm about to share, everything else will kind of flow and you'll go here into this area and strengthen it and work with it. And then it's time to bring in some of this area and this piece. So don't get caught up in like, ooh, this is a protocol and a guideline and a blueprint. No, none of that bullshit here. There is no guideline, protocol, or blueprint, or one-size-fits-all. You are on your journey. 
So like I said, with the exception of this first piece, everything else will unfold as it's meant to. So the first piece is deep and whole embodiment. Everything begins here. Without a solid foundation and clear communication with the body, we're skewed and only seeing through the clouded perceptions of our mind. There is no right way to practice deep embodiment. Essentially, it is the continued practice of coming back to the body. So always bringing it back to the body when everything starts to get crazy or your mind starts to go, come back to the body. It's about engaging with the physical world through the physical body and its senses, its perceptions, and its experiences. Tracking sensations, textures, thoughts, image, mental stories, and emotional responses while engaging with your physical body can offer profound insight. The body serves as an anchor and lets you kind of surf and explore the inner realms, these subtle pieces, while always having that, that true north point, that anchor point. Our bodies are our teachers. They are the mirrors of our internal landscape and they carry all of our stories, experiences, traumas, victories, and sorrows. Everything. And even the things that didn't happen in your lifetime that happened to those who came before you of which you're made, that altered them, right? It altered their physiology. It altered their personality traits. So you are carrying that as well on a nature and nurture level. So the body carries everything. And finding ways to fully inhabit this vessel is the way to truly hearing and understanding your needs and also knowing what is true for you. The body will always speak truth to you, always. So deep and whole embodiment is piece one. All right. So I have a problem sometimes with interpreting my physical signals, like what is my body trying to tell me and knowing the, what those things mean. You know, sometimes anxiety manifests as hunger or uh, even just simple thirst. I feel hungry. Well, actually, I'm thirsty, but I don't know how to tell the difference between the two. Can you recommend for somebody who wants to get more in touch with their body and understand those cues better, how can they do that? First, definitely is presence and compassion. So I hear that you have identified that, like that's tremendous self-awareness right there. So being present and honest and compassionate with where you are and showing up daily. So making an effort many times a day and it will get better with practice to reconnect. So that could look like simply taking a moment and a deep breath and checking in and just asking yourself, how am I feeling? What do I need? And at first it may seem a little silly if it's brand new. It may seem a little distant that you may feel like you're getting crickets. Um, stay with it. Consistently showing up to rebuild the connection and rebuild trust. And play with it, okay? So you're having a sensation that you are interpreting as hunger and you eat something and you're like, no, that's not it. Okay, so it's thirst. All right, cool. So how did that really feel? Get really curious. Get really fascinated and, and play. Deepen the, the connection and the more kind of innocent curiosity that you bring to it, the more heartfelt desire also that you can bring to it will will yield a more responsive interaction as well. All right, so the second piece is creativity and sacred sexuality. Reconnecting with creativity and sacred sexuality allows us to receive. It allows us to know what is pleasurable to us. For too long, there has been so much shame, guilt, and trauma that has accumulated in our collective body, and we're all carrying pieces of it. And this has resulted in unmet needs, unspoken boundaries, and pacifying ourselves with unhelpful 
ways to fill a void because we're experiencing shame and guilt around having needs in the first place. And there's this skewed perception of pleasure and sexuality and creativity, which further exacerbates the shame and the guilt. And so then we turn to things to fill this void that are typically not very supportive of our of our highest good. So we'll turn to, you know, that's where the booze and the food and the emotional eating can start to come in. Shame is the biggest blockage to true healing. Absolutely. If we don't know what's pleasurable to us, how will we ever have a truly present, nourishing, abundant, and purposeful life? We must allow ourselves to receive pleasure and to access higher states of consciousness that are available when we're in creative flow or when we're allowing pleasure into our life and certainly when we're experiencing sexual pleasure. We must allow these higher states of consciousness where we are able to merge the physical body and our human parts with our higher selves and the cosmos at large. And there's this beautiful third energy that is is birth and that, that gets to be our, our true purpose and our heaven on earth experience that, that we are all seeking and that is ultimately the result of true healing and full integration of all of our pieces, the shadows and the light. There's a link between the sacral chakra and the third eye chakra. Both are receptive. In the sacral site, we receive pleasure. We allow ourselves to know what is pleasurable, to know our needs, to know through the senses. And at the third eye space, so it's a little less physical, more ethereal, we receive more psychic visions, visions for our lives, intuition, the world, and clear knowing. And it's through there that, that we receive the dream, right, of like what's super pleasurable. And we can bird that into existence by following our pleasure, following our highest joy. And when these two merge, that creates our, our ultimate experience on earth. So that's the importance, in a very brief nutshell, of creativity and sacred sexuality. I could go on and on and on. And this is the second piece of true healing. The third piece of true healing is exercising your personal power. One of the biggest jokes of our existence is that we're somehow powerless or simply victims to circumstances. This is utter bullshit. You are the creator of your own experience. You have created everything. The subtle has created the growth. Your subtle has created your gross experience. If it's not how you'd like for it to be, empower yourself to change. And so this notion is not meant to blame or victimize or create defensiveness. It's meant to be refreshing and empowering. Because think about it this way, if you created your current status quo from a place of like sleepwalking essentially and following what you've been taught or um, pacifying challenges and symptoms and kind of living from the wound and living from this clouded perception and living from the armors and the mask, imagine what you could create from a clear embodied intentional place. Like holy shit, that's power. So exercising your personal personal power. Also remembering what we talked about in the beginning of this episode, what true power is. It's calculated, it's intelligent, it's graceful, it's poised, it's subtle, it's sustainable. It is present and fluid. So this this personal power I'm speaking of and when you want to change is not about like brute force and dominating and like mm, gonna show these challenges who's boss. It juxtaposed to how we've been shown, yes, and if what we had been shown were truly working for everyone, we'd be a lot better off. So that is a little brief overview of the third piece of true healing. The fourth piece of true healing is one of my favorite because it has been a um, interesting road for me on this one and maybe you can relate. Unconditional love and acceptance of self. So 
unconditional self-love and self-acceptance. You really only can create change that is sustainable when it's coming from a place of love, compassion, and acceptance of yourself, just as you are right here and now. Anything else is based out of fear or punishment, and the changes that you desire won't last or they just won't happen. Because operating from a space of fear or punishment or running from the past or whatever the case may be is a is a serious energy sucker. Love will fill up your your well and your reserves of energy. All these lower emotions and, and feelings and motivators, fear, punishment and the like, those are zapping you straight up and actually going to create more dis-ease in the long run than what you're attempting to change in the first place. So just as a personal example from my life, and I have many, on the self-love and self-acceptance train. I've lost 75 pounds, give or take, twice in my life. Do you think the first time was out of self-love and self-acceptance? Hell no, because if it had been, there wouldn't have been the need for a second go-around. It just wouldn't have happened. And I think the same can be said for times way back once upon a time when I was a smoker and a drinker and all the times I would, you know, I'm quitting and this and that. And like it, when things are rooted in punishment or fear or anxiety, anxiety or anything like that, it's, it's simply not going to last. We must love and accept fully exactly where we are right now at this moment and forgive and honor and accept and love every single step along our journey that has brought us to right here, right now, if we are to get where we're dreaming of going, period. And if love and acceptance and forgiveness is something that you're struggling with with another or with a circumstance or an event or a situation in your life, there is a piece of yourself that you are simply not loving or forgiving. Maybe it's blaming yourself for like even being around this person in the first place or whatever the case may be. We can, when we have endured some type of trauma or betrayal or something like this that has caused grief, we will typically internalize the feelings. If somebody else or, you know, a situation greater than us or the powers that be or whatever the case is the one that like did the fucked up thing in the first place, we will typically internalize and create blame and shame and guilt that is directed within. So if you're struggling with something outside, you need to start within. There needs to be this unconditional love and self-acceptance. And that is the fourth piece of true healing. The fifth piece, woohoo! Compassionate self-expression. Expression is detoxification for the subtle realms of your being. I'm gonna say that again. Expression is detoxification for the subtle realms of your being. Expression is necessary, it is healthy, it ensures vital life force flows efficiently. And when you stifle your truth and keep something inside, whether it's speaking up for yourself, expressing a need, sharing your work and your wisdom with the world. So many of my clients are conscious entrepreneurs or light workers or coaches, intuitives, healers, and they are deepening into their purpose and into their gift by dancing with their trauma. And then when it comes time to share and express, there's there's fear because we're like, you know, we're an interesting group of cat. <laughs> we're we're little bit maverick and also highly sensitive and so there can be fear around expression but when we express it is not only healing for us it is healing for the collective at large denying expressing prevents lives from changing yours included real talk you're missing an opportunity to teach to learn to bond with somebody to, to impact someone's life you're also knowingly swimming in toxicity and stifling your energetic flow there was a quote i used in the, when we were talking about the throat chakra in that episode where it's like it's like sitting in a bathtub that you have peed in. <laughs> You're just kind of swimming in toxicity and, you know, just 
not serving yourself. Everything that has longed to be expressed, by the way, still lives in you and is leeching energy from your system. Because that thing that was going to be shared, whether it was just telling somebody how you feel or asking for a need to be met, or it was this amazing idea you had and, you know, a business that wanted to be birthed or some type of creative expression, that thing still lives in you. That idea created an emotional response and a mental story and a physiological response and it was energy that was meant to move and it's still in there and it's leeching from your system. And so compassionate self-expression for these and many other reasons is the fifth piece of true healing. The sixth piece of true healing is strengthening the intuition. Only we know what's best for us. Only we can receive our visions and our dreams. Our intuition is often challenged because we live in our heads and we favor what's logical or scientifically proven over our innate knowing. Additionally, things like having experiences in life where we've been lied to about reality despite knowing the contrary can also create a disconnect. And we can see this a lot of times in people that grew up in dysfunctional households, especially if there was like drug or alcohol use. And you know, the little kids have the greatest intuition because there haven't been, you know, life experiences for them to, to mistrust themselves. So you you're in this situation as a, as a kid and you know that something's wrong. You know what you're seeing isn't normal and yet it's normalized. And that doesn't have to just be as a child. It can be as an adult as well. So situations where we know there isn't, this isn't normal and yet we're being told the opposite. And I mean, just our fast paced society that has us checked out of our bodies. Your body, you know, like I said, the first piece of true healing is embodiment. That will always be the foundation, the anchor. And checking out of the body stifles our intuition too. The body speaks truth always and intuitive knowings present themselves in your physical body. Your physical body is your, your translator. It's your, your messenger. So strengthening your intuition is key on your true healing journey. I, I, don't, I don't care what you are wishing to transmute in your life if it's a new job or your relationships or your physical health, knowing what is best for you and trusting that is crucial. So that is the sixth piece of true healing. And lastly, the seventh piece of true healing is connecting to source. It is imperative that we connect to a higher power of our understanding. It takes the pressure off of us and helps us to soften and surrender to the currents of life. There is a primal force which animates and enlivens all things and it's in you too. And as I've said before on my show, you'll hear me say things like spirit and spirituality and source. And I don't talk religion. I love and accept and I'm open to all people and there's a time and a place for religion and, and connecting to source, connecting to, to spirit and deepening into spirituality is not in conflict with that. If anything, it makes you a better practitioner of whatever religion it is that you ascribe to. And so connecting to source, recognizing this, this primal force that animates and enlivens all things, whether you call that God or, I mean, it's imperative to reconnect, connect, and continue that tending to that relationship. That's a relationship too. All relationships require tending and deepening. And you know, if you're feeling a little cynical, the sun rises and sets without your input. The flowers bloom, your heart beats, the earth spins. And when we can know this and realize that we're part of it, we get to kind of just chill and enjoy and marvel in sheer fascination at, at our experience. So that is the seventh piece of true healing. Okay. Wow. That was a lot of information. And I know that I have some more questions, but there's absolutely no way we could cover 
that in the amount of time that we have here. I just wanted to point out that a lot of what was covered here was very brief and very condensed. And there are certain things like expression detoxifying the body that could be gone into in greater depth. And that's one that really stood out to me because you mentioned something about how when you have something inside you, it's still taking up energy. You know, our brain is our greatest consumer of energy in the body. And every time you have some kind of thought that you're not expressing that keeps coming up that you haven't gotten off your chest, if you could think about your body's energy as like a pie chart and your brain takes up the biggest part of that, and then what's the biggest part of your mental thought processes are these things that you have not expressed, then you really just have to look at how much of your life energy is being dedicated to those things that just need to get out. So that's just one comment on one part of this awesome little series you've put together. So thank you for that. I do understand that you've been doing some videos over the past week that the listeners might be able to check out to get a better understanding on what you're talking about here. Yes. So for those of you listening that aren't in my Facebook group yet, which... Shame on you if you're not. Right? It's breaking my heart, people. Join. Get in there. Come play with me. Come talk to me. Communicate. Engage. Yeah, so for those of you who aren't in there yet, I just wrapped up a week, a whole series of the seven pieces of true healing. And each day I went live and there was such beautiful engagement, such amazing wisdom came through me and it was a really amazing series. And those videos are still on the wall. They're gonna live there indefinitely. And yeah, there, I went into each one in, in really great detail and I really invite you to go check them out. This entire series and the seven pieces of true healing really kind of organically came through me as I was trying to distill my life's journey and my processes and all of these things and, and really understand the healing process, which I mean, I still don't understand it. I don't think we ever will understand it. It's such a unique, beautiful experience. And so this series and these seven pieces are really, really special to me. Very special. And this has been received so well and there have been so many questions and a desire to really want to deepen in and to understand and to apply these principles to one's own journey and then also to bring them into their own healing work with their clients or even their families and their communities because it's really, I mean, it's like a foolproof, all-encompassing system. So with that said, as of now, when you're listening to this, the doors are open for my three-week live group intensive that dives into each of these pieces even more deeply in a sacred group container with access to me one-on-one. There is this amazing workbook that honestly is worth the whole price of the course right there. There are a variety of practices that draw from many different modalities that I'm going to share You'll learn more about specific flower essences and crystals and herbs and essential oils and other sacred tools like that to deepen into each one of these pieces and how they personally pertain to your life. Because we all know when at different parts of our journey, some of these areas are a little bit more strong than others. Sometimes we're really rocking the personal power piece or, you know, our intuition's like on point. And to get to the next evolution, we see like, huh, I need to work on this self-love piece. And so 
it's it's a it's an opportunity to to deepen into and to support areas that are maybe a little bit weak right now and there are going to be seven live q a's with me like i said a sacred safe community to share and learn from each other and it's just going to be so magical i am so 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 excited to be offering this so the doors are open right now to enroll and they close on june 27th 2018 and we begin on june 28th on the full moon Okay, so where are these doors? Where do people go to find out more and reserve their spot? <laughs> these virtual doors, these virtual doors are located at innerspark.life backslash true healing. All right, sounds good. Is there anything else you'd like to add for today, baby? Yeah, I have one question. Can I take the course? Can I sign up? I mean, are you looking for like a friend discount? Cause it's not gonna happen. Okay, well, I tried. <laughs> you better take my course. <laughs> No, we're stoked and it's gonna be epic. Awesome. All right, well, on that note, come join the Facebook group if you're not there. Watch these amazing videos, this whole series I did. Sign up for the course, it'll be life-changing. I really don't see that life That's all the time we have today. If you loved the show and want to learn more, be sure to subscribe to it. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Share the episode with a friend and visit www.innerspark.life to learn more. We'd love to hear your thoughts or questions about today's show, so please deepen the conversation with us on social media at InnerSparkLife on Instagram and Facebook. And catch us next time when we'll discuss the energetics of summer, how to move, live, and eat in this season. So much love to you until then. <laughs>